You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are on the second week of our series entitled Forward. We've been talking about you know, the essence of following Jesus. What does it mean to follow Jesus? What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? Marami pong mga bagay ang lito tayong mga Kristiyano and uh, we normally, you know, nagmi-mix-mix po ang mga bagay-bagay and uh, kaya maganda pong maunawaan na natin. Maunawaan po natin, ano ba talaga ang ibig sabihin ng isang tagasunod ni Kristo Jesus? Yun po ang pinag-usapan natin. Last week, we started with the importance of knowing or doing our spiritual disciplines. May mga, mga bagay po tayong dapat ginagawa upang tayo patuloy na lumago sa buhay na ito. May mga bagay po tayong dapat na isalang-alang upang hindi tayo manatili kung nasaan tayo before. You see, I, I've said uh, last week that stagnation is temporary. Stagnation is just for a while. You know, when we stop growing, we stagnate for a while, and then what happens next is that we will start to degenerate or digress. Kaya po tayo ay patuloy na dapat na uh, lumalago sa ating paglakad sa Panginoon. It is important for us also to understand as we go along with this series, the importance of, of understanding even the, the, you know, the church community that we belong to. Mahalaga po yan. And so, again, uh, I would like to open up in a short prayer. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. Lord, maraming maraming salamat po sa lahat ng mga bagay na ginawa mo sa aming mga buhay. Maraming salamat po na sa kabila ng mga suliranin, mga pagsubok, nariyan ka pa rin upang kami alalayan. Salamat po, Diyos. Hindi man namin maintindihan ang mga bagay na nangyari sa aming buhay, pero kami nagtitiwala na alam mo kung, ayong, kung ano ang iyong ginagawa at anuman ang iyong pahintulutan, ito po ay mayroong layunin para sa amin. Dalangin ko sa umagang ito, tulungan mo kami na maunawa ng iyong salita. Banal na Spirito, we welcome in this place and we acknowledge that apart from you, we can do nothing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are and will always be our teacher. This we ask and claim in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Palakpakan po natin muli ang ating Diyos. Praise God. Ang hope po natin in this series is masa maunawaan natin, magkaroon tayo ng mas mainam na paghawak, pagkapit, sa ano ba ang katangian ng isang tagasunod ni Cristo. The qualities of being a follower of Jesus. Yun po ang ating, uh, ang ating uh, nais na makamtan uh, sa buong seri na ito. That's why we'll be discussing this for nine weeks, ng isang week na tayo, last week. And uh, for these nine weeks, we have categorically uh, divided that in three. Una, we'll be talking about for three weeks, we'll be talking about following Jesus. What does it mean to follow Jesus? The next three weeks, we'll be talking about what does it mean to really fish for man? Ano ba ibig sabihin? When we need to reach out to the lost and share the gospel to them. And last, the last three weeks, we'll be discussing about the importance of fellowshipping with fellow believers. Yun po ang ating uh, kabuuan ng, ng ating pag-uusapan. Now again, we will be talking about our walk with the Lord that we ought to grow sa ating paglakad sa Panginoon. Now, let me just uh, start with this uh, basic statement. Basahin nga po natin. Go. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. I love that. Alam nyo, ang pagbabago, hindi may iwasan. Yung iba, nilalabanan ng pagbabago. Yung iba, kinokontra ang pagbabago. 
Yung iba namang gustong magbago, basta wag mo lang akong gagalawin sa aking comfort zone. You know, I'd like to have some changes, but as long as I will not be moved out of my comfort zone. Now, likas po sa ating mga tao na we, we, we don't want to rock the boat, ika nga. We don't want na mayayanig pa o tayo ay ma-inconvenient dahil sa mga bagay-bagay. And sad to say, even many times, kahit po pag pinag-usapan natin ng Diyos or pag inalam natin ang puso ng Diyos sa buhay natin, many times people are willing naman to obey as long as you won't get me out of my comfort zone. Yun po ang mga challenges natin. And I believe every Christian, bawat mananampalataya po, ay dapat pong mag-aim, dapat ang pa natin is to aim, for us to aim to grow and to finish well. Yun po ang dapat natin isipan. Because last week nabanggit ko that when we stop growing, we start decaying. Pag tayo tumuminto na, tumigil na sa paglago, magsisimula na ang decay natin. Now, people who are unwilling to grow will never reach their potential. Ang isang tao na ayaw magbago, hindi niya maabot kung ano yung talagang inihanda ng Diyos sa kanya. Again, how I wish, sana po lahat ng bagay would just happen automatically dahil tayo kristyano. But sad to say, it doesn't go that way. We need to do our part as God has already done His part. In fact, ang mundo pong ito ay maraming ino-offer ng mga bagay-bagay kung paano tayo magbaba or magkakaroon ng paglago, spiritually speaking. Yung iba, yung tinatag nilang pilgrims. Alam niyo yung pilgrims, yung mga ikangay, mga ilang tao nagpupunta sa isang lugar, you know, either taon-taon or twice a year or regardless kung ano. They go to certain place because they feel that every time they're there, lumalago sila spiritually. They feel that pag nandun sila sa lugar na yon, ang feeling nila is nagiging mas close sila kay Lord. Yung iba naman, they would follow on experiences. They would go to certain places to experience certain things. And sad to say, many of those, nagbumukhang weird. Okay? Simply because we wanted to experience God. We wanted to, to feel closer sa Diyos. Now, may mga times, magaganda yung experience. May mga times, magaganda pumunta ka sa ibang lugar. Pero naniniwala ko, the best way for us to really grow and mature in our walk with the Lord is when we go back to His Word and look at His Word and see ano ba ang inaasahan ng Diyos sa atin. Again, God desires for you and me to grow, to mature. Why? Because God wants you and me to be the person that He has really prepared us to be. May magandang plano ang Diyos at inihanda tayo ng Diyos kaya nga may mga bagay na ginagawa siya. And again, that's the reason why we need to grow. Many times, when we feel that way, when we think that way, obviously, na-experience din po natin ang mga repercussions nito. Okay? Now, dito sa babasahin po natin, si Pedro, nagbigay po siya ng babala. He gave warning about false teachers that have caused them, that may cause them to turn away from their faith. Uh, naniniwala ba kayo na kahit kristyano, meron tendency na magkaayawan? You know, mayaw tayo sa Lord, tumalikod tayo lalo na pag nagtatampo ang isang kristyano or hindi agad nasasagot or the things that are taking place in their lives are not the ones that they are expecting. And, and sometimes, masusulsulan pa ng mga bulaang guro, ng mga bulaang propeta, false teachers and po, uh, false prophet. And these people, in a way, 
have turned the hearts of many, even during the time of uh, Peter, have turned the hearts of many, dahil marami, marami na sa churches nila, even during their time, they were plagued with false teachers and false prophets. Ano po ang kanilang layunin? Just to confuse the Christians about God and about His will. And so what he did is that he encouraged his people to grow. Kanya pong, uh, you know, inuudyukan ang mga taong iyon para lumago. So, basahin po natin sa ikalawang Pedro, tatlong kabanata, talatang labing pito at labing walo. Dalawang talata lang yan, and then I'll give some comments and proceed with it. Okay, basahin po natin, sabay-sabay. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Now, ito yung exhortation ni Peter during their time because again, because of the false teachers and the false teachings na lumalaganap na po, and again, as I've said a while ago, people who are unwilling to change will never reach their potential. Even in our spiritual life, many times, ang mga tao, they feel like si Lord panlinggo lang. You know? Or si Lord pagka may kailangan lang. Only few, at ilang kayo dun sa mga kakaunting yun, only few would really desire for them to grow in their walk with the Lord. Hindi natin masising iba. Because tayo as, as Filipinos, you know, culturally speaking, we grew up in a way na meron na tayong reliyon. We grew up in a way na naturuan tayo ng ating mga magulang, ating mga ninuno, tungkol sa Diyos. It may not be that, that, that precise, it may not be that correct, pero sama may idea tayo about God. In fact, uh, may mga times so pag tinatanong ko yung mga tao na namimit ko, whether, you know, sa dedication ng mga bata or even weddings, I would ask them, uh, kasi sabi lang, they were Christians. And so I would ask them, kailan pa po kayo naging Kristiyano? And most of them, you know what, ang sagot nila, since birth. And I was really wondering, how did it all happen? Simply because, ang kanilang isipan, ipinanak ako dito sa ganitong reliyon at nakakakilala sa Diyos, so I conclude, I'm a Christian. Tama ba? Well, that's how people think. But sad to say, it's not true. Okay? You know, not because we grew up in a Christian family, we are already Christians. Are you still here? Not because we were born in a Christian family, it does not follow that we are already Christians. No. Christianity is simply understanding, inauunawaan natin, ano talaga ang ginawa ni Jesus sa krus ng Kalbaryo. At yung pagiging Kristiyano natin ay dapat ay nagpapatuloy. Hindi po ito tumitigil, hindi ito na, dahil sa nakasanayan na lamang natin at nakontento na tayo. We need to grow. Would you say that with me? We need to grow. Okay. Now, si Peter, he spent chunk, a big chunk ng kanyang letter, itong huling letter niya, specifically itong 2 Peter, nagbigay po siya ng malaking bahagi doon sa pagbibigay ng babala sa mga Kristiyano patungkol po again sa mga bulaang guro na laganap na sa mga gawain during their time. Now, you see, spiritual growth and maturity, they do not just depend on experiences. Unless, ang na-experience nila mismo, ang Panginoon sa Kristo. Um, few days ago, uh, I was invited sa EN building natin na maging panelist do sa preaching class 
sa School of World Mission. And there was this one guy from Pakistan. Alam niyo, Pakistano siya. And uh, so preaching class nila, we, we, parang, uh, we chose kung sino magiging best preacher for their batch. And I was so amazed with the passion of that Pakistani. Talagang bomba siya, no? Although, yung, the content-wise is not really that, that solid, pero what I love about him preaching was that he preaches his heart out. And so after that, I, made a, a, I gave him a, a, a pep talk lang, usap lang kami ng kaunti. And so I discovered, grabe pala yung kanyang experience, grabe yung ginawa ni Lord, mismong si Lord, and he knew that it was God who did that to him. And so para sa kanya, normal ang bagay. Parang para sa kanya, dapat lang nagawin ng mga bagay-bagay na makalulugod sa Diyos. Ha? Nasusunod niyo po ba? Bakit? Because of his experience. But again, we need to have a balanced view concerning the experiences that we have and what the Word of God teaches us. Now, kung puro experience, ang tendency, ta- ang tendency nito, nagiging masyado tayong emosyonal. Lagi tayong mag-aantay kung saan tatayo ang balahibo natin. Eh, pag sinabi, eh, pastor, wala si Lord dito kasi yung balahibo ko hindi tumatayo. Eh, baka naman wala kang balahibong tatayo. Kailangan gusto nila yung nanginginig sila. Abay, alam nyo kahit wala si Lord sa isang lugar, pwede kang manginig. Subukan nyo, maghanap kayong sakit. Okay? Saksak nyo yung daliri nyo o magsaksak kayo ng, ng alambre, hawakan nyo. Tingnan nyo, kahit wala si Lord, manginginig kayo. Now, all these experiences are good in a way, but we don't depend much on experiences. Hello. You know, people would always go kung nasaan merong mga, mga himala at kababalaga. Now, we've talked about, you know, uh, beyond the signs, and we say that we don't come on those things. We need to see, you know, the real truth, that the real essence, the reason. Bakit may mga himala? Who is the person behind that? And so again, my encouragement this morning, just like what Peter said, is that we need to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, what we need for, for safety, what we need is to base what we believe on the written word of God. Para mas safe tayo, para mas ligtas ang ating pinaninindigang pananampalataya at pinananaligan. Ito po'y dapat na nakasalalay sa nakasulat na salita ng Diyos na ating binabasa at dapat na binabasa. It's even more than just what other people say. Kaya last week, ang encouragement ko, kaya don't just believe anything you hear from anybody who stands on stage and preaches the gospel. Even I myself, pwede ko kayong lukohin kung gusto ko. At pwede tayo magtayo ng sarili nating reliyon. Sunny Christian Fellowship. Wow. Ganda, no? Or, Iglesia ni Sunny. Mas maganda tayo. Or, Saksi ni Sunny. I mean, I can do that if I want to. In fact, most of the cults, most of those uh, religious group na kung ano-ano ang tinuturo ngayon, most of them, not all, but most of them started right. Tama naman salita ng Diyos. Just somewhere along the line. Because they don't want to be corrected, because they, want, they don't want to be accountable to somebody, you know, lahat ng pumasok sa isipan nila, ginawa na nilang doktrina. Now, don't get me wrong. Doctrines are great. We need to know the right doctrines. Pero mamaya, may, ano hampan natin? Lagyan natin ng, ng kaunting uh, uh, paglilinang ngayon. Now, bakit? Kasi, since pag-uusapan natin ngayon, is the essential doctrines. Ano ba ibig sabihin nito? 
Well, obviously, ang ibig sabihin lang ng doctrines is pananampalataya mo. Ano ba yung pinaniniwalaan mo? Ano yung mga katuruan na tinatanggap mo? Kung may kasabihan na hindi lahat ng kumikinang ginto, tama rin po yung sinabi ni Jesus na hindi lahat ng tumatawag sa kanya ng Panginoon, Panginoon, papasok sa langit. Alright? Again, sabi ko how I wish sana pag nag-rapture, linggo ng alas 9. Hindi, siguro mga uh, 9.30 bago mag-alas 10 para tapos na yung worship. Oh, kasi minsan nalilate tayo eh. Baka pagka yun ang basis ng rapture yung sa worship may maiwan eh. No, but kidding aside. Lord, sana pag nag-rapture, alas 9. Parang ganito. Alam natin, kristyano lahat tayo. Tapos biglang, nung wala yung katabi mo, nakita mo na wala yung katabi mo. <laughs> Exciting to. <laughs> Malamang lumipat ka uli ng church at sasabihin mong itong mga to walang kalablab. Tapos na pala yung service, di malang ako ginising. When we talk about doctrines, we talk about belief or a set of beliefs and teachings that we hold on, that we stand on. And when we say essential, it simply means it is absolutely necessary. So pagka pinag-usapan yung pagsinabing essential doctrine, ito po ay mga pananampalataya na kailangan mahalaga ma- na maunawaan natin. Ito yung ating pinanghahawakan. Alam po ninyo, the greatest challenge that we have as Christians is this, that when that it is when we believe what we don't understand. Does it make sense? Many times, tayo mga Kristiyano, we believe what we don't understand. Why do we, why do we believe that? Eh, kasi sila naniniwala eh. Di naniniwala na rin ako. Sausaw na lang. Now, that is very dangerous. Why? Because, because if somebody would ask you, why do you believe that? You know. Um, ano, um, um, uh, uh, itanong mo kay Pastor Sunny. Are you still here with me? Lalo ngayon, maraming gustong humamon kung naniniwala or kung nauunawaan mo yung pinaniniwalaan mo. And ang tendency, pag hindi natin ito naunawaan at naipaliwanag nila sa kanilang kagustuhan, saka tayo naniniwala at yun ang ating niyayakap. Narito pa ko ba kaya? Alright. So yun yung kaya, yun ang pag-usapan natin ngayon. Because following the Lord is basically, number one, knowing the essential doctrines and adhering to. Hindi mo lang alam, kundi naunawaan mo at ito ang niyayakap mong pananampalataya. Now, mamaya makikita niyo kung bakit. Alright? Now, so balikan natin ulit. Sabi rito, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand. Now, knowing what? Ano sinasabing knowing, knowing this? You, you know what I have said before about the false teachers and the false prophets and their false teachings, the heretic ones. You know, parang sinasabi, alam niyo yung, yung termino na alamin mo, ang salitang Grego hunun ay yung pinagkuna ng wikang English nating prognosis. Narinig niyo na ba yung katagang prognosis? Na ibig po sabihin nito is that it is a forecast of what will take place if these things happen. Parang the cause and effect. Parang ganon. So, sabi ni, ni Pedro dito, naintindihan mo na, alam mo na yung sinasabi ko sa inyo. Maraming bula ang guru na magtuturo ng mga maling aral. Sinasabi ko na to, kaya sabi niya, you have know this before. And then he gave the warning. And what was the warning? Sabi niya, ingat ka, chong. Sabi niya, ingat ka, kapatid. You take care. Hindi ibig sabihin nung, take care. Hindi. 
It's a warning. Parang it's an impaired, parang sinasabi, be on your guard. Maging handa ka. Maging mapagbantay ka. Lalo na sa iyong mga napapakinggan. Lalo na sa ating mga pinapanood. Sabi niya, maging mapagbantay ka. You have to guard, or you need to take care of this. Bakit? So that you are not carried away. Ano ibig sabihin ng carried away? Natangay ka na nung mga maling katuroan na yun. So that you won't be carried away with the error of the lawless people. At ito matindi, sabi niya, and lose your own stability. You may not lose your salvation, but once you lose your stability, your life will be greatly affected by that. Sad to say, yung iba hindi lang talaga na-lose yung stability, na-lose lahat. Bakit? Mas pinawaniwalaan na yung mga maling aral na talaga namang taliwas sa sinasabi ng Diyos. Yun ang danger nun. Kaya nga ang hamon sa atin is magbanday ka. Paka, paka, uh, or unawain mo ang mga bagay na yung narinig. Tuloy natin. Sabi sa sumunod na talata, But grow, saan? In the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the word grow here is not subjective. It's not based on experience. It's not based on emotional happenings. Hindi may naramdaman ka lang, ay, tumayang balahibo ko, andito si Lord. No, no, no. Alam niyo kahit walang tumatayang balahibo, si Lord nandito. Are you still here? Andito si Lord, maring hindi lang gumagalaw, hindi lang umikilos. Maring hindi ka lang kinakausap. Maaring hindi nagmamanifest yung presence ni God, pero ang presence ni God nandito. Why? Because nothing can contain the presence of God. God is everywhere. But you will agree with me, if, even if God is everywhere, many times we don't feel Him. Kaya iba lagi nakikiramdam. You know, ang nagdidikta sa kanila kung nandyan si Lord is yung feelings and emotions. Tapos minsan maaarte yan, bakit itong katabi ko? Konting bagay lang, umiiyak na. Masyado namang emosyonal. It may not be. I hope maunungan natin na to, Dahil ma- ma- mahalaga po. So that, ang, ang sinasabi dito is that you don't stop growing. It is, it is a continual thing. You don't, hindi porkit may nalaman ka na nun, you stop. No, no, no. We continue growing. Alam niyo, every time I read the Word of God, may bago ng bagong inihahayag si Lord. Kaya napakasarap magbasa. Minsan yung akala ko, ay, nabasa ko na yan. Pag binabasa ko ulit, pinagbubulay-bulay, may bagong kapahayagan ng Diyos. At sasabihin ko, ba't ngayon ko lang ito nakita? Takal na nito nakasulat ah. Takal ko nang binabasa nito eh. Naranasin niyo ba, minsan nagbabasa kayong Biblia, y- yung salita ng Diyos parang tumatalon-talon na ganun sa inyo. Ha? Ah, 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 hindi. Ah, okay. Eh, Pastor, yung Bible ko nakabalot pa ng plastic eh. Yung nirigalo nung, uh, nung ano ko, wedding. Growth, it says here that growth is based not on emotions, not on experiences, but it should be based on the grace and the knowledge of Christ. So in short, for us, para ho sa atin, for us not to lose our stability, we need to know what we ought to believe. We need to understand what we ought to believe. Now, 
bigyan ko lang kayo ng mabilis na ano, ha? this is not part of my preaching, but just to give an idea. Now, it says, grow in the grace, which means, when we talk about the grace of God, hindi ito one time, big time. When we talk about the grace of, grace of God, hindi ito yung pagdala, pagka na-experience mo, that's it. No. In fact, there are four levels of grace. First is the common grace. You can find that in Matthew 5. Kung saan sabi ng Panginoon, He causes the sun na, na, na mag-rise and, and, and bumaba, mag-sunset, whether you're a believer or not. Lahat nakakaranas nun. Common grace yon. Second has something to do with our salvation. The saving grace or the unmerited favor. Ephesians 2.8 You have been saved by grace through faith. It's the unmerited favor. We don't deserve it, but God chose to, to give it to us. And then, third level is what we call in, and found in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, where it says, where, where Paul asked God, Lord, tanggalin mo yung salubsob ko. Remember? Yung Paul's thorn in the flesh. And, and the Bible says that, that uh, Paul asked God three times to remove the thorn in his flesh. But God answered him. 12.9 says, My grace is sufficient for you. And what is that grace? It's not the common grace. It's not the unmerited favor. But it is the divine enablement of God. Meaning, may mga times may binibigay ang Diyos sa ating kakayanan na maaring wala yung iba, pero meron ka. At maaring meron yung iba, pero wala ka. Kaya hindi tayo kailangan magkaingitan. Are you still here? For example, I would, I would confidently say, before knowing the Lord, you know, I never thought of myself standing before people and talk about God. It is only by the grace of God. Mahihain ako. But honestly, you know, some of you knew my testimony. I, I grew up with a poor self-image. I can talk about drugs, but not talk about God. But again, because of the divine enablement of God, I can do what I'm doing right now. Not because I'm good, not because I'm, 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 I'm strong or because of my... No, it is only by the grace of God. That is also what Peter uh, Paul said. I am what I am only by the grace of God. And lastly, so the uncommon grace, uh, I mean the, the common grace, and then the unmerited favor, and then the divine enablement, and the last level is in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7, where Paul said, to each one of us, grace has been given. And what is that grace? Now, that talks about your calling. Now, that talks about your office. Right now, if I'm going to apply the grace of God in Ephesians 4, 7 in my life, I am in the grace of a pastor. That's my calling. Are you still here? Now, hindi ko lang ma-elaborate because it will take us some time. Pero, kaya yung sinabi, you grow in the grace. Again, that means, don't just stop experiencing the uncommon grace that God is so good to you, whether you're good or not. If you've been saved, don't stop. If God has given you His unmerited favor and He chose to, to offer you His salvation, even if you don't ask Him. And He said, don't stop even if right now you do have the divine enablement of God. That you can do certain things that others cannot. Don't stop. But wait, there's more. Sabi ni Lord. Each one of us, there is a calling. Now, I'm not saying that all of us are called to be on stage. No. Imagine niyo kung lahat tayo, preacher, pastor, sino pa makikinig sa atin? Hindi lahat tayo nandito sa stage. But my point is that everyone, each one, we have the grace, a calling from God. Now, if we will never know that calling, 
Yung mga Kristiyan, nakakakuliling. Kaya kung ano ang mga pinag-iisip at pinaggagawa. Alright? Are you following me? Pwede na tayo mag-DND dito. Kaya lang, introduction pa lang to. So, <laughs> you grow in the grace and then in the what? Knowledge. Would you say that with me? Knowledge. In the knowledge of God. The knowledge of Jesus Christ. We need to know. Let me put it this way. We don't need to know something about Jesus. We need to know Jesus. Amen. We need to know Jesus, not just about Jesus. Jesus? Oh, Ay, alam niyo, may iba pag nagtuturo, may ilag eh. Kasi parang feeling nila pag tumuro at na... Tuturo, turo. Kailangan ba si Kristo? Oh, ando, sasabungan. Para mas maintindihan natin. This is, this is what will really iron this out. Si Lucas, he's a medical doctor, actually. Uh, and he wrote an interesting historical uh, record way back 33 AD. Yan Meron hong pista sa Jerusalem, ang tawag ko ay Pentecostes, o Pentecost, kung saan libo-libo ng mga Hudyo ay nagtitipon-tipon hudon just to celebrate. And then, you know, 10 days after the resurrection of Jesus, nagpakita si Jesus, and then, you know, bago siya umalis, sabi niya, wag muna kayo alis sa Jerusalem hanggat hindi niyo natatanggap ang pangako ng Ama mula sa langit. And so 120 of His followers, so to speak, 120, of his followers were gathered in a small room upstairs and they're just waiting. They were praying and worshiping God and they were waiting for the promise of the Father. And all of a sudden, the Bible said that there was a, 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 a rushing wind. Lumakas ang hangin, pumasok sa kwarto. And the Bible also declares that lahat sila, they saw something like tongues of fire on top of each other's head. And from that time on, you know, the Bible says that they were they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. And so dahil marami mga tao nag-gather doon, yung mga ibang mudyo na nasa labas, you know, narinig sila that they were praising God in their native language. Ibig sabihin, kasi mga hudyo coming from different places, you know, they would come together doon sa Jerusalem to uh, celebrate the Feast of the Passover. And so they were speaking you know, iba, siguro yung iba uh, English, yung iba para, just to understand, iba uh, Italiano, yung iba Hapon, you know, or nasa Japan. And they heard these, their fellow Jews praising God in their respective languages. Kaya ang reaction nung, nung mga nakarinig, tumutumong ito, mga laseng! Yun ang sabi. Now, nung nangyari po yun, <laughs> sabi, sabi, sabi ni Pedro, na isang dating manging isda lamang, na sumunod kay Kristo, ipinaglaban si Kristo at itinatwa si Kristo, siya ho yung nagsabi na ito. Men of Israel, sa Acts chapter 2. Sabi niya, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man, sabi niyo nga, a man. A man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God, that God did through him in your midst as you yourselves know. Parang sinasabi ni Peter, yun nung napagkamala silang lasing, Sabi niya, mga kapatid, hindi ito mga laseng. Alas 9 pa lang ng umaga. And then he started to, to, to preach to them, si Pedro ang dating mahiyain, si Pedro ang takot, 
si Pedrong mahilig pumapel, tapos sumasabit, alam niyo, gusto-gusto ko si Pedro, nakaka-relate ako eh. Pedrong madaldal, pasok ng pasok, tapos sasabit. Sabi niya, hindi mga lasing to. Ito, sabi niya, itong si Jesus, pakinggan niyo, itong si Jesus, para sa, nakalala niyo ba itong si Jesus? Ha? Ito, anak ni, anak ni Joseph, yung karpintero, yung tagaroon sa kanto. Ha? Pamangkin ni, ni Aling Bet, na pinsan ni John, kilala niyo ko ari, ay siya, ay, ay aring inyong itinatuwa eh, ay ari ang takapagligtas. Yun ang sabi niya sa mga kababayan niyang Batanggenyo. Sabi niya, siya yung mesaya, kayo mesayad. Pero ito, sabi niya, ah, aring, aring Jesus na ari, aring anak ni, ni, ni Jose, abay, aring nagpagaling ng mga may sakit, ay nagpalayas ng mga damon niyo. Yun ang sabi niya, ay binuksan ng mata ng mga bulag eh, o, oh. Ay, tapos ay nagpatawad baga ng kasalanan, oh, naalala nyo ka, ay yun ang sinasabi din eh. Oh, aray, si Jesus, yung Nazareth, a man, attested to you by God. Mismong ang Diyos, kumbaga ang nagpakinala, sabi niya, siya yung inyong mesaya. Now, in short, I'd like to say this, that God reached out to man by becoming man. Ito yan, mga kapatid. When we talk about essential doctrines, natandaan nyo, during their time, wala pang Bible. Gaya natin. During their time, ang alam lang nila yung Torah. Ano yung Torah? Hindi ito yung mga aeroplanong panggera. Yung Torah, yung first five books ng Bible. Tapos they have the oral tradition ng mga ninuno nila. Yun lang yung mga pinanghawakan nila. The basic law. Yun lang pinanghawakan nila. So, parang sinasabi niya, ano, diba? huwag niyo hayaang mayanig ang inyong kinalalagyan, ang inyong stability ng mga maling katuroan. Now, what was that thing na sinasabi ni, ni, ni Pedro? Ano yung dapat na maging siguro ka? sa iyong pinangahawakan. Papalimanan ko pa ng konti kung mabibigyan pa tayo ng pagkakataon. Now, so in short, ang sinasabi dito is that God reached out to man by becoming man. In fact, that is the gospel. The gospel is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. And He lived a life we should have lived. We, if we're going to talk about essential doctrines, that is what the, the, the scholars would call the hypostatic union. Ah, para kunyari matalino tayo. At least tunog matalino. Ano yung hypostatic union? That Jesus is both God and man at the same time. Because other people would say that He's just a man. Yeah, He's a man, but He's also God. Hello? He's the Son of God. If He's the Son of God, then He is God. Ano maniwala? Anong tawag sa anak ng aso? Tuta. Ano yung tuta? Aso. Anong tawag sa anak ng pusa? Ano yung kuting? Pusa. Hindi pwede maging aso. So kung si Jesus, anak ng Diyos, ano siya? Diyos. Simple. Ba't kailangan pahirapan ng iba? At pag, hindi, 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 taolong si Jesus, kita mga nagutom siya, nauhaw siya. Oh, siyempre, kasi nagkatawang tao. Are you following me? He is man during that time. In fact, you know, even the term Trinity, you can never find that in the Bible. But when you talk about the Trinity, ito lang yun, ibig sabihin nun, the Father planned it, Jesus executed it, and the Holy Spirit empowers it. Yun lang yun. In fact, even during the baptism of Jesus, the Trinity is, well, they're there. 
The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember when Jesus was baptized in water? Pag-ahon niya sa tubig, ano sabi niya? He heard the voice of the Father saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then, the Bible also declares that the Holy Spirit came down upon Him in a form of a dove. Jesus was the one being baptized. He heard the voice of the Father and the Holy Spirit was there. In fact, even when He gave the Great Commission, Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them where? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity is there. Amen. Again, wala lang ako time to elaborate. Ma, kasi may hirap na paliwan na ganyan. Now, He showed us that, ang point lang doon na when He became man, He showed us that it is very possible to relate with God. Ipinakita niya kung paano mamuhay. That's why I said a while ago, he lived a life we should have lived. Pinakita niya. Kasi noon, parang may agwat ang Diyos at ang tao. Pinakita niya, kaya siya nabuhay. And then, the next verse, it says, This Jesus, ano sabi niya? Delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of the lawless man. Now, we could say simply here, even the inerrancy of the scripture, that's another doctrine, so to speak. Na hindi nagkakamali ang salita ng Diyos. Walang mali, walang contradiction. May nakausap ako, hindi, Pastor, maraming kontra sa Bible. Sabi ko, Asan, nabasa mo na ba? Maraming kontra dyan. Sabi ko, Asan, pakita mo sa akin, nabasa mo na ba? Basta maraming contradicting dyan. Maraming tayo siya, maraming contradiction. Hindi nga nila nabasa. O yung iba, papabasa nga, basa. Iba naman ang pagkakabasa. Ikalawang Pedro. Now, the word of God can never be wrong. The Bible says, it is God-breathed. And it's profitable. For what? For doctrines, reproof, and correction, and training for righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished in every good works. We use the word of God. It's the Word of God that God uses to change you and me. Ako ang taong ayoko ng bawal. Ako ang taong ayoko pinagbabawalan ako. But when I started discovering what the Bible says about certain areas of my life, then I made that decision not to do it anymore. Why? Because it is God Himself saying that to me personally. I don't know about you. Kung anong attitude na, but that's how it goes. And then, he did not just live the life that we should have lived, but He also died the death that we should have died. Look at this. He rescued man by dying as a man. He suffered and has to die to pay the penalty. for us. He doesn't need to die. He's God. I mean, you cannot kill God. And that's the reason why He needs to take the form of a man so that He can be killed. Ang akala ng mga tao, they killed him. They, the, the people planned for the death of Jesus. But what they did not understand, it was the plan of God. I mean, yun yung unang di, ha? Sinong matinong ama ang may planong ang kanyang anak ay ipapatay? But again, we don't fully understand the mind of God because we only see a smaller part of the picture. The Father God, because of His great love for you and me, He sent His only begotten Son. Man, Ang pinadala ng Diyos, hindi huklubang anghel. Kung ako ang Diyos, papadala ko, maghanap ako ng mamamatay ng anghel. O total, patiri ka na, ikaw na yung magpapako dyan sa krus, kahit patiwari. Hindi. Hey, binigay ni, ang binigay ng Ama sa atin, 
bigatin yun. He's only bigatin sa amin. I mean, ito lang tanong. Sino tayo? Sino ka? Sino ako? Para bigyan ng ama ng kanyang kaisa-isang bugtong manak. Isipin lang natin yun. Sino tayo? Para magmalaki sa Diyos na hindi natin siya kailangan. Sino tayo para sabihin, Lord, okay na ako dito. Sino tayo? Wala tayo may pagmamalaki and yet pinili ng Diyos na ibigay niya kanyang bugtong na anak and yet pinili ni Jesus na ibigay ang kanyang buhay para sa iyo at para sa akin. Amen! At yun yung gusto kong makita natin. That we need to have the good grasp of that. That's why sabi ni even ni David, when I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars, what is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you would care for him. This is how much, how much God loves us. He lived a life we should have lived and died a death that we should have died. Jesus is the only, one, is the only man, should I say, is the only man who was sinless so that he can redeem man by becoming a curse for us. And then three days later, he rose from the dead, proving that he is the Son of God. Verse 24 says, God raised him up, losing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. I thank God Jesus died, but he did not remain dead. I thank God Name me any founder of any religion or any group who died and rose again from the dead except Jesus. Except Jesus. Amen. Shalang. Wala nang iba. I was sharing to my, one of my inaanak. Nasa Saudi siya. And his ministry is to reach out to the Muslims. I admire him. I salute him. Tayo kampanteng kampante dito. By the way, this is what he said. Alam mo ninong? It's the right time for us to reach out the Muslims. Sabi ko, ba't mo nasabi? Because even sa Quran nila, yun yung Bible nila, sa Quran nila, nakasulat ang tungkol kay Jesus. In fact, yung nire-reach out nila mga Muslim, eto ang tanong sa kanila. Nakita nila yung tungkol kay Jesus, yung kwento tungkol kay Jesus, pero hindi nila nakita yung tungkol kay Muhammad. They started to ask questions, bakit? Nakita nila that Jesus became man. And when he died, he rose again. But they were looking for their prophets, so to speak. And they could not find a scripture concerning him. And because of that, their eyes were open. And some of the Muslims right now, especially in Saudi, are coming under the lordship of Jesus. Why? That is the power of the life and the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. He was risen from the dead to seal everything he has done for mankind. He has to die so he can resurrect. At alam mo ba't nabuhay si Jesus muli? Hindi dahil natakot na siyang mamatay. Hindi dahil sasawa na siyang mamatay. No. May reason kung bakit siyang nabuhay na muli. Sinelyohan niya ang lahat ng ginawa niya para sa tao. Yun ang selyo ng tipan na ginawa ng Diyos sa tao kung kaya't ang lahat ng mga pangako ng Diyos ay doon nakabase sa kanyang muling pagkabuhay. Sabi kung hindi na buhay na muli si Jesus, walang saysay ang ating pananampalataya. Walang saysay maging ang ating pangangaral. Walang saysay maging tayo na umasa sa inaharap. Tayo muling bubuhayin ng Diyos mula sa patay. Every and all the other doctrines are hinge on this essential truth. 
that Jesus lived, he died, and rose again from the dead. And so God, in the person of Jesus, rose from the dead so man may live. You know what? After that, 3,000 men got saved when Peter preached. Have you learned pa? Paranas mga sa kanyon. After preaching, pag nag-altar ko lang ko, 3,000. Misa nga ako eh. Ni tatlo nga, walang lumalapit eh. Pero, you know, 3,000 got saved. Why? Because the Bible says they were pricking their heart. God touched their heart. Again, not because Peter is good. No, tandaan nyo, nervyoso yan. Takot yan. And yet, when the divine enablement of God, the grace of God came upon him, he turned the world outside down. It was just simple and yet profound truth. He turned an ordinary fisherman to a preacher. He turned a man who was once a Christian hater to a Christ worshiper. And also because of that, you and I were changed. And now we live for His honor and His glory alone. Hindi ako manghihinayang at walang pagsisisi na sumunod ako sa Panginoon. Why? Higit pa sa sapat ang ginawa ng Panginoon para sa atin. That's why in 1 Corinthians it says, Now I would remind you, brethren, of the gospel. What is the gospel? That God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived a life we should have lived. Died the death that we should have died. In our place. And on the third day, He rose again from the dead, proving that He is the Son of God. And now He offers forgiveness and salvation to those who will ask. That is the gospel. And it says, the gospel, I'd like to remind you, the gospel I preach to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved. We are not saved because of Victory Christian Fellowship. You are not saved because of your pastors. You're not saved because you are a member of, of a certain... No, no. We are saved because of the gospel. Amen. And that's what we need to understand. We don't follow the group. We don't follow the pastor. We follow Jesus. Regardless kung ano sabi ng pastor, kung taliwas at alam nating taliwas, we would rather leave our pastor and follow Jesus. Amen. No pastor can ever claim that he has all the truth. In fact, no pastor can ever claim that he is the Son of God. We are all children of God. Lugi naman tayo. Are you hearing me? That's why we need to grow. I'd like to wake you up from your sleep. Grow up. Be the person God wants you to be. It says, if you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believe in vain, for I deliver to you as a first importance. This is the first doctrine ever needed by the people during their time. They don't have Bibles. They don't have any other doctrine except that Jesus lived and He died and He rose again from the dead for me. That is the essential doctrine. So if somebody asks you, do you know of any verse that speaks of the gospel? It's not John 3.16. John 3.16 is a very good verse. But if you really want a gospel verse, this is the gospel verse. Because it was stated here. That Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. 
and that he was buried and he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scripture everything is always in accordance with the scripture if it is not written forget it if it is not written it will not bring honor and glory to God I want you to stand up right now and I'd like to close with this that Jesus became man to live to die and rose again so man can be with God I want you to lift up your hands to God and start to thank Him come on start to thank Him right now thank Jesus thank God for what He did thank God thank God right now come on come on thank God sabihin niyo po huwag niyo lang isipin please I beg you now is the time for us to show gratitude just tell the Lord God thank you for your great love where we you have loved us Jesus thank you for your great love that you leave and died for me and on the third day you rose and God thank you so much words are not enough Lord to express how much we're grateful who are we for you to save us who are we for you to give your only begotten son who are we for you to lay down your life but God you chose to do it because of your grace only because of your grace and we're grateful for that Lord in Jesus name in Jesus name